not recording. We have pressed play. It is season two, two juice, one gay. Wow. Welcome back to two juice, one gay season two. Season two. The amount of people who have been like, where's two juice, one gay is honestly appalling to me. It's so true. I'm, I it, didn't think people would miss us. People missed us. You know what's so funny is because like, I forget that people think of us because I don't think of other people. <laughs> <laughs> when we're, when you're a narcissist. When you're a narcissist, you forget That's, that people I, consider you. I do feel bad because I really don't watch any other podcast no. in the scene. And I, I, okay, I've seen episodes. I haven't. I was just on Carlos's, and I was just on the Take Four podcast, and they were like, what have been your favorite episodes? And I lied, and they did figure out that I was lying. I've seen... And Carlos watches every episode of ours. I know. We're bad friends. Carlos is just... He's better. Oh, he's better. He's better. And we know this. We know this. And he'll get more out of life for it. (laughs) And that's fine. Um, But yeah, I don't watch... I like that we're like the only other podcast in the scene that exists in Take Four. This episode... Like there are other podcasts and we're like, we don't even... We can't even register. No, no. And we're we're like, we're doing it big and we have all of... (laughs) Ten listeners. Although big, um, big moment for us as a pod. Mm-hmm. I was at a show that I did yeah. at a comedy club, and yeah. someone stopped me while I was walking through the room and mm-hmm. said, "I'm a big two Jews one gay fan," and I freaked out. I didn't know him. I wonder if you know him. He was a mixed Asian gay. You know any Asians? I mean, I do, but I don't know. But that. I feel like he would have been like, I'm Sam's friend. Yeah, I feel like he's a, just a fan. And if you're out there and you're listening, we, we love adore you. you. And if we I adore you. if I misidentified your ethnicity, I'm really sorry. Or your I, gender, we're sorry. It was giving man. Okay. Um, okay. What's this episode called? Am Yisrael Chai? <laughs> oh my God, we should sing Am Yisrael Chai at some point. Um, um. um. Am Yisrael Chai. I forgot the tune to that one. Oh, 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 Little did we know all of Hebrew school, we were just chanting national music. It's like songs. We'll get into this even more later in the episode, but like the amount of indoctrination and propaganda. But in a cute way, if you ask some of us. It's cute and fun. No, but like, honestly, I had a great time. For the most part. Um, this episode's called Am Yisrael Chai. I've I like decided. That. Yeah, that's good. Um, we've decided in season two that we do want to like have topics that we discuss yeah, on episodes. I think, I think you'll be seeing a lot of new... Well, it's going to be similar, but we did a big dissection of what worked from last season and what didn't, and we've, you know, come up with... A SWOT analysis. Yeah. Uh, also, our... Th- theme of dress today is Jewish summer camp. Yeah, I'm repping my um, college's halal. Go Jew Bears. I am um, repping, like, color wars. And I will say, too, like, I, there's a little market downstairs from my apartment, and it is run by Middle Eastern people, and I, usually I always get hit on when I'm in there. And you didn't. Today, time. no. Today, She's also no. wearing a Susan Alexander yeah, necklace. Yeah, my chutzpah. Which also, I've always wondered, because she's such a Jewish designer, yeah. right? Alexander? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm, something's fishy here. <laughs> um, 
but yeah also full disclosure neither of us went to jewish sleepaway camp nope i did like weekends and stuff for hebrew school i've done that jewish too camps, yeah but no i never did a summer so we're fake but you know i went to christian day you went, camp you, did you go to uh <laughs> wildlife or young life no i guess like not really christian but i did the camp i did the most was this camp in bubble park that was called camp kahito that was like run by the boys and girls club is the boys and girls club christian no oh, okay no. um so summer's winding down how's your summer been i would say overall i would give this summer like a six out of ten six out of ten you've been working a lot i've been working a lot work hasn't at gay hq it's been stressful um yeah work has been stressful this summer it was a hot summer we had a fake hurricane we had a fake hurricane it hasn't been as hot as last summer no samantha count your blessings because it could get bad i know this is when no it it hasn't it hasn't yeah no i feel like september's actually gonna be like way worse probably than even the summer was but yeah it was hot it was hot it was just kind of like busy like i didn't I went to the beach maybe three times, four times. Yeah, I had good beach days. I had my sister visited and yeah. we did like shout a out tw- Whitney. shout out Whitney. She doesn't watch. Um, <laughs> we did like a twelve-hour beach day on shrooms. That's, that was see, really I good. I didn't do anything. And like we got that. burnt, and I peeled, and I had a good little Korean scrub yeah, after. I and mean, that's gorgeous though. But I like didn't even get that. No, I didn't. I haven't been to the pool once this entire summer the only pool i've been to really was at um tiki oasis yeah. that was real dude beautiful. a pool would change my life a pool? i'm upset that your house doesn't have a pool because that's the only pool i would have access to no we should become resort pass girls okay though. we could do that it's I not would... hard it's not that expensive even we depending on how low our standards are okay i have high standards when it comes to pools i get really i'm germaphobe we know this it's okay like, i need a little bit of a well if you're a germaphobe i don't know that pools in general are. no but the thing is that you just kind of like forget about you it forget about it but it has to feel clean you know that's my thing um i feel like this summer for me i've enjoyed this summer yeah uh it's been my first full summer at this home mm. with the benefactor yes. and that's been lovely we've had a lot of good times i feel mm-hmm. like uh there i we haven't had a too bad of a heat wave we grew beans our zucchinis doing super well the grapes are bad <laughs> um but i think probably most noteworthy of this summer mm-hmm. for me is that a week and a half ago i was fired from my day job <laughs> Which you also got this summer, pretty much. Like, it was in May. I started right? in May. Yeah. And it is now <laughs> September, and I am unemployed. This is my first time being fired. Have I been put on <laughs> performance improvement plans yeah. at every job besides this <laughs> one that I've ever had? <laughs> yeah. But I never was fired. Yeah. I was fired from this one, and the story of my <laughs> termination is fabled at this point yeah um sam's heard this already but pretty much what (laughs) happened was i my company was very young i sat in a cubicle for and we were discussing nostalgic things or rather they were but Mm -hmm. they're very young so they were like webkins silly bands 
And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to blow your guys' mind. Back in my day, we played Neopets, and Neopets walked so Webkins could fly. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I logged in to my Neopets account. And it's still, I didn't even know if it was still up. It was still up, and I was like, gather around youth. (laughs) See how we entertained ourselves in the yesteryear. Here's where mistakes started being made on my part. (laughs) Uh, I did take an Instagram story Mm -hmm. photo of my computer monitor at work with Neopets on it with the unfortunate caption of on the clock. That one, that one was a mistake. (laughs) That one was a mistake. But I wasn't on it. Like, I think after that, I like logged off and like went to lunch and then after lunch went back to work I wasn't actually like fucking playing I'm not a fucking idiot the other thing is any of my coworkers that followed me I had blocked from my stories yeah like when I first started a lot of it's very sus that part of it is really sus to me like how you got reported yes because the next day I come into work right Mm. and I'm it's like 10 30 at this point and I get a slack from the director of my department saying come to the conference room and bring your laptop and at that moment I'm like either this is really bad or it's something completely innocuous yeah and I walk into the conference room and then there's another department head in addition to the one that slacked me and then HR is on zoom and I'm like hi (laughs) and I sit down and then the director turned his computer around to show me the screenshot of my Instagram story. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And is like, you clearly are not doing work time on work hours, um, and that's unacceptable, and we are letting you go collect your things and leave. And that was that. He was smiling the whole time. He wanted me gone. And so I've theorized. I've theorized yeah. that they wanted me gone for a while because I never bought into the company they yeah. I mean it's a crazy company. It's a crazy company. It's like such a stupid They do marketing only for personal injury lawyers. And only like SEO, right? Only SEO. It's only SEO for only per- That's insane. And they like, pay us so bad is it's like, done. Like it's so over. It's the, the fact whole, that that could be a job. Like that's insane to me. The whole office and company was themed what theme? Back to the future. Why does first of all, a company it's doesn't need a so, theme. The company's like, theme should be work. paying their workers <laughs> and benefits. Um, yeah. And then, but I do think they probably figured out that I was slacking uh, my coworkers about union unionizing and collective bargaining. Yeah, probably that wasn't. It. But you happy Labor Day. Happy Labor, Labor Day. It is Labor Day. Um, so that's where I am now. But I've been doing research. I think I qualify for unemployment. Yeah. The only way you can't when you're let go or fired is mm-hmm. if you've done misconduct. But misconduct is like very, like yeah, I didn't no, that's rape like, anybody. No. no, no, no. Like this isn't misconduct. Yeah. I didn't steal. No, no, no. It was, yeah. So California state government, catch me soon. Um, other than that, uh, unfortunately still having body issues sam those didn't go away during our break i really thought summer body issues are never gonna go away during the summer unless you get really really hot yeah i will say maybe it's just it's not the time it's not the time to heal your 
I started going to F45 last week, though. Oh, really? How was that? I threw up the first class. Nice. But I came back and finished the class Which out. Which F45 like, are you going to? There's a new, brand new one, like, at the Vons around oh, the nice. corner. So that's why. Oh, it's close. I need low barrier to entry. It's close. That makes sense. Yeah, a lot of, I know a lot of people do F45, and I know I would be bad at it. Like, I, I am know bad at I don't it. have it in me. I am bad at it, but I just, like, humble myself yeah. and, like, yeah. let it. Let, that's good I know it's gonna be a good workout even if I can't do it yeah. to the level that all the hot SDSU girls are doing it yeah it's okay it's my okay. sister though really didn't help because Whitney and I my little sister as we've all discussed mm-hmm. like we both have disordered eating issues and body issues yeah but she she I talk about this in my set but she DM'd me this summer and said don't embarrass right. me by being fat at my wedding and sorry Whitney but on my way to embarrass you <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's in two weeks. I wish you were coming. We could do... I wish I was coming too. Two Jews, one like gay on the road. A lot of our friends were trying to get invited or just were invited. Like when Whitney was out, we were just trying to get ourselves invited Whitney to the wedding. Whitney said you guys can come. It's just a matter of you guys figuring out flights to Puerto Vallarta and accommodations. I don't make enough money for that. Like the, the theme of my entire summer has been realizing that I you need, need to make money. more money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Boy, do I understand <laughs> that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's fine. Other than that, over this summer there was the submersible crash. Oh my god, there were so many like random. Okay, Venus retrograde. How do we not even touch on that? I know you're obsessed. I okay. Can I Venus retrograde ruined every relationship? Your relationships? No, ruined? no, no. But I mean, like all the celebrity, the more oh. important relationships. Are. Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> Who's getting so divorced? Much. Who's getting divorced? Um, well, most recently, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas might be getting divorced. But she was at his concert, at concert last concert night. And he was wearing the ring, so maybe they're okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite was Sophia Vergara and Joe. How oh yeah. The fuck you say his last name? Um, they got divorced. Because he's sober and she's not. Yeah, or something like that. I heard different. Oh, what else? A lot of the theme of the summer was like men not being able to handle that their like wives are more successful than Mm. men. Because I was like the Ariana Grande divorce. Oh yeah, Ariana Grande's divorce. And I don't actually believe that she's hooking up with. I honestly, I it's honestly probably movie. Like they probably were just like both getting divorced. And then rumors. But, like, I and literally then, like, cannot imagine that. It would be crazy. But then the thing, too, is, like, it's it's really good press for the movie. And, like, really movies, good. I honestly think that a lot of, like, the dating rumors and breakup rumors and stuff like that. Are PR only, for the It's movie. PR because you can't do, because of the strike, you can't do any PR that's, like, real PR. So you just have to Like, create, the Sydney like, Sweeney, remember that yeah, one? Yeah, and I know, okay, I have insider knowledge about that. The Sydney one? It was never real. Yeah, I It was think never so. real. Mm-hmm. Like, she's fully in love with her fiancé, and, like, it was just press for the movie. Like, they have to get creative. And I think the girl, because his girlfriend they did break up while they were filming yeah. but i think she was writing the coattails no, so she could get 100%. a better like they were gonna break up response. anyway so it's just like she was like how do i know your worth yeah. that whole that no a hundred percent but anyway so the sophia the thing that i liked about the sophia Vergara divorce is that they had to not even fight over custody but they had to figure out custody of their dog <gasps> and the dog was a pomeranian i think chihuahua mix or something like that <laughs> named bubbles <gasps> Aww. And Sophia, this is the I think this is sweet. So Sophia, it was Sophia's dog, mm-hmm. but she felt that the dog Bubbles and Joe had a stronger connection, so she let Joe keep the dog. That's the strength of women. She's, yeah, right there, right there. 
right the there. selflessness <laughs> that exists like, in women's hearts because she knows that she will be absolutely i mean she's gorgeous she's talented she's, any dog will want any her. any dog will want her and she's like you know what i can give up bubble <laughs> i'll find a honestly bubbles dog. was just gonna hold back her hot girl summer like dog own like taking care of a dog is so much work also like I don't know if I went over to, like, a guy's house, a recently divorced guy's house, yeah. and he had a Pomeranian Chihuahua mix, I'd be like, oh. No, see, I feel like, if anything, it would do the opposite, right? It's like, if you're, like, a hot, like, muscular dude, and you have this, like, tiny little dog named Bubbles, you think and then endearing? you're, like, trying to hook up with, because you just divorced, you're, like, you know, how old is Sophie Vergara in her 50s? Yeah. So he's always going to start fucking 20-year-olds. Yeah. Just, and, it, and so these, like, 20-year-old blonde models are going to... And that'll be when gonna, she starts struggling. Yeah. The 20-year-old blonde models are going to be like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. You have a dog named Bubbles. You know? So it's going to work out for both of them. Yeah. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> no one's pouring out any tears on No. Them. Lizzo got soft canceled. Lizzo got... Honestly, I'm I'm really waiting to see what happens there because, like... It's going to be so hard for her to, to come, come back, back from that. At the level that she was, At the level too. that she was. And here's, honestly, this is, like, a whole other... Because, like, okay, so Doja Cat, people were trying to cancel her. But, the, like, can't. Doja Cat's uncancelable because she has... Doja n- Me, too. I'm going to see her concert in November. She's uncancelable because she has never built her brand on being likable. She's never built or her PC, brand on positivity. Or, it's kind of like, like Azalea Banks. Or self-love. But not yeah. as But it's like she's never pocket. she's never used positivity or self-love <laughs> no. or like I love my body. I love she's never said She's I been love. like radical she's, honesty kind of. She's literally just like, I hate being a celebrity. Listen to my amazing music. Like that is her entire brand. And like look at like my cool she's graphics just, that I make. Yeah, she's and just like, a weird, she has cool artistic she's direction. She's fucking weird. Too. And like yeah, and honestly, like, she's Jewish, she's half Jewish and half black, but, like, she grew up with her white Jewish mother. Right. And, yeah. Don't so, forget that. <laughs> so, if anything, leaning Jew, but, yeah. for better or for worse. But I think that that, like, if you build your brand on that, like, and obviously there are other, like, comparing Doja Cat and Liz, other, other, you know, colorism is a part of that. For sure. Like, sizeism. sizeism is a part of that. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to compare the two people because... You can't. We don't do that on two. We don't Monday. do that. But Unless I think it's me to yeah. the twenty-two year old who was at the pool party I was at yesterday. <laughs> of course, that's different. Mm-hmm. But I think it's one of those things where, like, if you be- and John Mulaney, I think ran into this trap too. Like, there are a lot of, a lot of people who have built their careers on being likable or approachable or mm-hmm. like self-love. Posit- not that John Mulaney built on self-love, but it's yeah. like if your brand had as at all related to positivity, and then you fuck up, like. It's so much easier to cancel you because then you're a fraud and, a, like, right. you're ruining your entire fucking brain. And I think positivity is often a function of palatability. A hundred percent. I think that's why 100%. John Mulaney in particular is so beloved because he's so palatable. Yeah. It's something you can enjoy. like, And it's the same thing with Lizzo where it's like you can enjoy it with your – It's Family. intergenerational. Like, yeah. It's about damn time. Um, but so I feel like that's the summer. Are we missing anything? Oh, Donald's uh, the mugshot. The mugshot. Oh, he got indicted. So six many- three two fifteen. Six three two hundred fifteen pounds. <laughs> he self-reported. So. Did you know that he's just the most ripped six three year old? Six three. Six three tall. I'm three years old. Six three. Six foot three. 
person. Yeah. He's shredded under I him. honestly... The thing with Donald Trump, I'm like, I hate saying this, but, like, at this point, he is just kind of funny. And, like, that's hard. But the, like, Ronda Sanctimonious stuff, like, that's funny. Like, he's mm-hmm. awful, but it's it's funny. Do you think... Do you think Robert Kennedy, Robert... Kennedy, RFK. RFK the second is gonna, like, actually make a play this election? I hope not. I'm scared. I don't... Uh, I, I think honestly... The, and it's gonna divide the... <laughs> No, here's the thing, not to get political, but, like, the midterms were so good for Joe Biden. Yeah. They were so, like, I, once 2022 results came in, I was like, oh, we're fine. Yeah. 2028, everyone should be terrified. That's going to be bad. But I think 2024, we're going to be able to ride this We have five more years. Yeah, 2028 is going to be bad. Until the end. But 24, I think, is going to be fine because... The Republicans are in shambles. Like, they do not yeah. have their shit together. They will not get off of abortion. They will. That, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, they, they're they making their wedge issues be abortion and, like, LGBTQ issues and uh, immigration. Immigration is, like, trickier. But, like, if you look at polling, like, abortion especially, but also LGBTQ stuff, it's just not helping them win. And so I think, like, we'll be able to, like, skate by yeah. for, like, one more year and then it's going to be bad. But, like, that's... Not right now. So no, we can, we can plan ahead for that. Um, I feel do who if you had to put money on who the Republican nominee will be, who would you say? I honestly, I think it's gonna be Trump. You think it's gonna be Trump? I just think it depends how the court cases go because I don't like if a bunch of shit comes out. If we have that, a Biden Trump election again, yeah. I mean, there's stupid. nothing to say. We're just broken. Yeah, I think the only. If the Republicans, it's just hard because like Ron DeSantis is is I'd be so afraid of him. Nah. But he's has he doesn't have it. Nah. He just doesn't fucking he, have like, it. He like is less engaging than Mike Pence, and that's incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. So like Ron DeSantis just does not have any it factor. He's no. He's no. done. He's done. He can't win. Mike Pence can't win. He has too much weird baggage attached to him. Where it's like Trump people feel like he betrayed them, and then not. Anti-Trump people are like your weird Trump guy. Wait, what about VJ Ramasamy? Vivek Ramasamy. Vivek. Um, Sorry, there was a VJ Ramasamy. He in my is school. like a wannabe fucking like finance like, bro. Finance bro. He seems like coked ben up Shapiro. all the time. He just has Ben Shapiro energy. He has Ben Shapiro on coke energy. Plus, he's like, oh, do we do like? I read something interesting. He's he's a monotheistic Hindu. Yeah. Which is just, like, his way of being, like, I can't pretend that I'm Christian, but... Right. I know. That's what I thought, too. My sister my sister was like, I think he's an interesting candidate, like, no. months ago. And I was like, Whitney, we're going to go on his website right now. And it's like, like, there are men and women, full stop. Like, it's all, like, all of those sensationalist he's, things. He doesn't believe in... He's just, like, Elon Musk. He's just one of the tech bros. He's, he's like the foil loop. of the Yang gang. I mean, that's the same. It's all the, they all like like Ben Shapiro does the like do 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 thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what it sounds like to me. All of these men, it's just like yeah. do 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 Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is trying to brand herself as a fucking girl boss. Did you see that TikTok that was trending where it was like, and then then, then it's like the music under it where it's like a women a woman, 
Like men can think, but women do. I don't. That's oh not the exact gosh. quote, but I'm like, you fucking bitch. Surprise! The feminist icon of the decade, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Um, she's no. The thing is that people just really do hate women. We have that going. Nikki Haley for isn't going to be the woman that. No, I mean honestly, I ceiling. don't know what women, what woman will. Me. Yeah. First by president. I like if the Democrats could elect a woman. I think if like. A woman president, she has to be, like, gay. No, maybe. I think Gretchen Whitmer could win. She has to be butch. Gretchen Whitmer is not butch, but I don't I, know who that is. She's the governor of Michigan, and I think she could maybe win. Okay, maybe. Well, that's been the NPR portion. Yeah. Do we want to get into brass tacks of this episode where we stop being polite and we start getting real? Yeah. This episode topic, we wanted to focus on something that we've skirted around a little bit, yeah. and it's not fair to you guys, mm-hmm. because no. you probably, each episode, are wondering, what are Sarah and Sam's take on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict? And, like, you joke, but the thing is, we've had a lot of comments that have indicated this, because that's what happens if you're a Jewish content creator, is everyone's like, Israel, Palestine, blah, 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 Have we had comments? Yeah, we have. People have commented, like, free Palestine on her. Oh, my God. Okay. So, (laughs) because the thing is, Sam and I, and it will become more evident as the episode goes on, have different opinions. And, but we still are friends. We still love each other. Yes. And this comes from a place of respect. Respect And love. You think your way. I'll think God's way. Yahweh. And that's what it comes <laughs> the Yahweh. <laughs> and that's what it comes down to. Um but before we get into that seriousness, mm-hmm. we're gonna start with what we do best. Game. A game. Game, game, game. Okay, ready? Yeah, do you wanna describe what the game is? It's pretty simple. It's called Israel MFK, Israel Mary Fuck Kill. We're gonna get three things that are somewhat related to Israel, and then we'll both pick mm-hmm. our Mary Fuck and Kill. Okay, starting off. Number one, hot IDF soldier you met on birthright, Tel Aviv tech guy. Or bisexual kibbutz girl. Okay. Fuck bisexual kibbutz girl. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mary tech guy kill the IDF soldier. Oh. Yeah, that feels right. I, slight adjustment, I would marry the bisexual kibbutz girl. Okay. <sighs> okay. I would fuck the Tel Aviv tech guy and then kill the IDF soldier. I, I did pause because I was like... Just purely sexually, like... Uh, yeah, whatever. man in uniform? No, no, no. Not the man in uniform part, but they're in, like, crazy shape. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. But no. But no. Like, I, they kill. When I must I, kill. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I also question... A the Israeli soldiers like, I've met, I've wes- I question their taste. A lot of them are truly 18 years old, too. Are so truly that's children. That's also a problem. Um, yeah. They're truly 18 years old, and honestly, you're, like... Like, how I feel about the police is pretty similar to how I feel about IDF soldiers, where I'm like, you... (laughs) Here. It is so not comparable when one is forced and one is a choice. Okay. That's fair. That is... I'll give you that. Like, it is... Point. Conscription (laughs) is, like, bad. But, like, there are people who, first of all, refuse... To serve and then are imprisoned, which is not really a choice. Unless you're uh, ultra orthodox. Yeah, but 
uh, the the reason why we compare them to police is because I mean one they kind of are like a police state, but then also like it it is Israel's like a police state. Okay. And but they serve similar roles in society, and they're taught in very similar ways. They have very similar mentalities about, Mm -hmm. you know, like what their job is. Okay. Yeah. And literally, the IDF training is used to train police in the U.S. Well, just because they're good at something doesn't mean. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll go to the next one. Lining up, Natalie Portman. Is it? I've heard it pronounced different ways. I think it's technically Gal Gadot, right? Gal Gadot. Yeah. And then Shira Haas. Who is that? She was the, the girl who's on Un- Unorthodox, the lead character in Unorthodox. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's like a su- She's more like subtle, but she's gorgeous. Okay. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I have mine ready to go. Go. I would marry Natalie Portman, fuck Shira Haas, and kill Gal Gadot. Okay, I'm fucking Natalie Portman. Portman, 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 Portman. But I'm Mary Gal Gadot. She has she has DC money. That's true. I, I, even after the imagine, imagine this yeah. heaven. It's easy if you try. Was that after BLM? No, it was, oh, it was the pandemic. COVID. It was the <laughs> pandemic. We've been locked down for one week. Imagine. <laughs> and she got all of her friends to do it. Which honestly it was an impressive group. It was an, it impressive, was an impressive group. group. Okay. Falafel Hamas Shakshuka. None of which are actually Israeli, might I add. <sighs> this is gonna be the longest episode of my life. <laughs> what are they? They're all like so Shakshuka's North African. Okay. And then Hamas and Falafel are like I don't remember specifically, but they're not like they weren't originated in Israel. They're regional. Sure. Um, I'm going to. God, this is hard. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'm gonna kill falafel. Yeah. Because it's fried. (laughs) I'm going to marry hummus because I can eat hummus every day. Yeah. And fuck shakshuka because there's a lot <laughs> going on there. Yeah, that's the same for me. I love falafel a lot. I love falafel, but I feel like falafel is replaceable. And like, there are other things that are good. Also, I lived without falafel and hummus for most of my life. I and like so. after having falafel in the Middle East, mm-hmm. it just it's so dry here. Like they don't yeah. make it no, it's well not. here. But hummus is so good. Hummus is so. Sabra yeah. is Shakshuka, really company. Shakshuka's also like bomb though. Love Shakshuka. Shakshuka's so good. That I just egg. not a cook. Um, okay. Netanyahu, Golda Meir, or Yitzhak Rabin. Okay. We're starting to get political. Kill Netanyahu. Yeah, kill Bibi. Obviously. Again, I would like to state for the record that I am friends with his son on Facebook. Wait, actually? Yeah. This is kind of like how one of my friends is friends with the guy who invented international, or fucked the guy, and now is Facebook friends with the guy who uh, invented International Hummus Day. Mine's cooler. Yeah, okay. It was a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how are you friends with his son? Because uh, we have a mutual friend. And you just... And I just was like, I want to be friends with Ben Young. What the fuck? Who's the mutual friend? Like, you don't have to say a their Jew. name, but like, how do you know them? What's Went your to connection? school with them. Uh, college? High school? High school, but they're very involved in the Jewish community. Went to Israel a lot. Oh, okay. As a physician and now. And are just friends with 
BB's son. Yeah, I guess. Wait, what happened with his wife and his son? There was like something. There was some drama there. No idea, but his son seems super normal. Like, it's not like the first family here. Yeah. Like, politics is just like so much more casual, I feel like. In yeah, the they're just like casually doing apartheid. It's casual. <laughs> it's not that deep. I will say Israel. Calling it apartheid is that deep, Sam. <laughs> it is that deep. You can't call it apartheid when, like, they literally have people from all races and ethnicities. But they're they're living. No, they, the ones in Palestine, I can agree, are no, but subjugated. Like, but the ones who live yes, in just Jerusalem. They, they are treated like second-class citizens in comparison. Sam has never been to Israel. When's the last time went to Israel? Because it's gotten so much worse. I was 22. Yeah, it's gotten so much worse in the past, like, five years. It has. Okay, ready? This one's going to be the most contentious of the MFKs. We didn't even say, we just said that we we're going to kill BB. Oh, sorry. Golda. Mary Yitzhak, fuck Golda. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. That feels right. Two-state solution, from the river to the sea, or Zionist state. Okay, I'm killing from the river to the sea because that's so fucking... That means kill all the Jews. For anyone who wants to pretend that means anything else, from the river to the sea means that Jews do not exist in the land anymore, which apparently is radical to not want. Um, I'm going to marry... Here's the thing. Here's my... I find the three options problematic, Samantha, and I'm going to tell you why. Give it to me. Because, like, the idea of, like, a single state and two state solution is very reductive. And it yeah. pigeonholes the problem solving. Um, because we've tried two state solutions. Yeah. I mean, that, it, that has been uh, put on the table multiple a times. A two state solution just does not work. It just, like, because, not, not that it wouldn't work, but it's like nobody is going. It's not, gonna, it's not it, going to happen. Nobody's going to agree to it. It's nobody's going to agree to it. And then when you say Zionist state, mm -hmm. like, I think what you mean and what I believe that those words mean together mm -hmm. are different things. Okay. Do I think that there should be a Jewish state? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do I think that people of all yeah. origins and ethnicities and races and religions should be able to live there? Right. Yeah. But I do think it should be a Jewish state. There are many, many state or countries of that represent other religions. Yeah. And it's no one talks about it as if it's a problem. I mean, I feel like people do talk about it like it's a problem. Have people you ever are so critical of like Sharia law? They talk about but the but the solution is never. So let's get rid of Iran. Let's well, there a lot get of, rid the, of but the Iraq. solution is often let's get rid of their like government religious government, which is kind of but the it, same thing. It it yeah, but the Knesset isn't inherently religious. But the Knesset, but parts of the Knesset want it to be like there are members of the Knesset who want it to be a right. Jewish. Right, there's state members of the Senate who want it to yeah. be. I mean, so it, to you be have clear, to separate the factions yeah. from what the body actually 100%. is. 100%. And to be clear, the United States, in my opinion, is 
absolutely a Christian state. They can call themselves something else, but, like, absolutely, end of the day, the U.S. is a Christian state. That's how it operates. I agree with that. And, like, it, it's how it's operated. It's how it's always been. It's, it, it was the design of the state. It was structured in that way. Like, I mean, that... So, I, I think that, for me, my big thing is, like, dissolution of all states. We should not have... Countries. We should not have countries. Yeah. I'm anti-nation. Um, That's... A, it's the only solution to me that makes, like, any sense. And it's, like, also pretty I don't realistic. Know, I don't know how it, how it would practically makes any sense. But. It doesn't. But it's, like, but there's no... Especially with, like, Israel. We'll get into this more later. But it's, like, with Israel and Palestine, like, literally no one can win. There's no winners. Unless, like, when you're, if you're trying to nation build, there are no winners. And they're not going to not. There's no. Yeah. There's no not nation building. Yeah. So it's um, just kind of. So I guess I poop on your question of MFK of those three. <laughs> I do not like any of them. I reject them all. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were a magician and could just decide. There would be a Jewish state yeah. that is secularized. Okay. Yay. I think the only the only solution in my brain that would even remotely work is to unify the whole thing. Like it, the, the only solution that would work. The only solution that. that would work within the nation state structure is you would have to unify everything and make it one secular state. But then everybody still loses. Right. But that's what you have. That's the only way. And you know what? Like, I really just don't think it's far off to say that if that was the solution, there would be. Oh, the Jews would lose. Not not just the Jews would lose. There would be a lot of Jewish murder. There would be. I think it's not outside of the realm of possibilities to say there would be systematic cleansing of Jewish people. That's been happening in that region for a long time. Yeah, I just there's no Jews in Iraq. There's also like there's no Jews in Iran. Right. It just it's hard because it's like right now there's like systematic ethnic cleansing of the the region. But the Arab but the Arab population isn't decreasing in Israel. It's rising. But there's targeted. I agree with that. I agree that there are absolutely horrendous, terrible policies that are shameful. And that targeting happens is happening. But I'm talking about like on a macro level right. and like if we're not just talking about like the political factions that are making this happen and talking about like right. bird's eye level as a whole. Arabs mm-hmm. live there, work there. Right. There are Arab professionals. There's Arab pr- teachers, professors, schools. But they are treated differently. I can, I, yeah. black people are treated differently here. Right, 100%. They're treated differently, but there isn't, there isn't a 0% chance of social mobility or success as an Arab in Israel. I don't believe that. There are, is a rising population of Arabs. There are a lot of queer Arabs who live in that region who are out, who can't safely exist in the same capacity elsewhere right. as queer We will Arabs. definitely touch on the queer stuff because that is like a really complicated and piece. um I 
And meanwhile, I think if we're going to talk about that, it's fair in the same breath to ask the question of where are the where are Jews in the rest of the Middle East? They don't exist. Yeah. They used to. Right. There used to be Yemeni Jews. There used to yeah. be Lebanese Jews. Right. There used Obviously to be Persian, Iraqi Jews, yeah. Persian Jews. Yeah. They're, they used, they don't exist anymore. Yeah. So I think it's fair to have that also contextualize the right. conversation. Right. Because they're where where else do they go? And like you said, this is a Christian nation. Yeah. America isn't for Jews in a lot of ways either. No. So that's there's a philosophical issue that like I feel very passionate about, which is the what what happens to the Jewish people. And some people really believe like just fuck them. Yeah. No, it's a it's a messed up like no one wins. No one wins. So do we want to do the last one? What's the last one? APAC, Hamas, random leftist on the internet with an opinion about Zionism from an infographic. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> I have to kill Hamas. That's fair. I have to kill Hamas. This is going to be bad. <laughs> Hate fuck the leftist infographic yeah. share. Hate yeah. fuck. Like yeah. the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode yeah. where she has where he has sex oh with Oh my the, god, Palestinian chicken episode. I yeah. love that episode. And then Mary APAC. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, it's survival at that point. Okay, fuck. I really cannot stand the left. The random left is on the like. I've always hated. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is always my. This is my biggest thing. It's like people who do not have a stake in the game should not talk about it, which is hard because like I, I think like now like as Israel has continued to fall more and more into their current government structure, like. I do think that it's important that people criticize Israel, especially as the U.S. has become so, so like, as the U.S. is still, like, the number one backer of Israel. Like, that's really hard. I think it's important that they criticize the government, the current government of Israel. I also just get so annoyed anytime someone who isn't Jewish or Palestinian or, like, Arab talks about it. Like, I just get so irritated because, like, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know the stakes. They don't know the history. And it's just about, like, literally an infographic they've seen online. And they're... It honestly makes it often does become like anti-Semitic. It, it so quickly it, devolves it, into it, that. It's just like I'm like shut up. Like this doesn't because it's like at the end of the day I'm like yes crit- critique the Israeli government absolutely but like sharing an infographic online or like sharing your opinion just to like seem woke or whatever is just like it is obnoxious and like has actual consequences. Like I'm the last person who thinks that oh like saying something that's against the Israeli government is a hate crime. Like the Anti-Defamation League like their hate crime numbers for Jews are kind of, in my opinion, stacked because they include a lot of, like, anti-Zionism as anti-Semitism, and I think that's wrong. Like, I don't think that someone critiquing Israel is automatically anti-Semitic, but, like, very, like, here's an example. Like, I was with someone recently, and we we saw a group of, like, Orthodox Jews, and we were in Sacramento lobbying, and I kind of made a joke about, like, I was like, oh, I hope they're not lobbying for Israel. Mm -hmm. Because, like, that's just kind of my sense of humor, and, like, I feel like, as a fellow just person, like, it's fine for me to say that. Mm -hmm. But then, like, other people I was with started, like, making jokes about, like, these Orthodox Jews being, like, filthy Zionists or stuff like that. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, they took it so far. They took it further. Like, I made, like, one kind of comment that was, like, honestly, like, so small. And I didn't say anything about that. I was kind of, I was literally just like, I hope they're not here for Israel. And that right. was it. But then I realized, like, that then opened the door with people who didn't know what they were talking about. And then they started, like, 
racially like kind of profiling these people and i was like we have no idea what they're lobbying like we have literally no idea no it's and racism. i was like and that's fucked like and that's not and i felt bad because i was like i feel like i opened and the I, door up. i do feel like as a jew i feel a sense of responsibility to like yeah. n- like not make not to poke fun as much as maybe i want to or unless yeah. it's super clearly lighthearted, yeah. like around goyish people or gentile people because they there's something about this conversation and about like anti-semitism where the second there's a green light it is taken yeah and that's what happens with the infographic sharing yeah because and like there is a correlation between like whenever social media pops off on like the anti-israel infographics hate crimes against jews in america go go up yeah so like it just it there is this inextricable link right. happening right. and it's really hard to account for all things at yeah. once and so that's why it's so frustrating when people who are just like social justice warriors in general yeah. want to commandeer this conversation because they end up doing real harm yeah. and almost no good and like that's the thing too is like they also do harm for like the Palestinian side too mm-hmm. cuz they're not speaking like they're not they don't they often reduce the conflict down to the bare bones. Mm-hmm. They decontextualize it, all of its history, and then it's just kind of like literally an Instagram level analysis of this incredibly multifaceted issue. And what people forget also when talking about this is like it's really easy to picture the Jews right. being the Jewish people who want there to only be Jews, like hyper religious. Yeah. And then the Palestinians being the ones who send their kids to do plays about Jewish execution, right. you know, right. like those videos that circulate yeah. online. When there's like also this huge middle ground of like, yeah. especially young Jews and Palestinians right. who are like literally just vibing right. and like very secular on yeah. in both right. directions. 100%. And so I think like it... Yeah, like you said, it, it reduces down like the pa- Palestinian viewpoint because there's there are Palestinians or Arabs right. in Israel who don't want to leave Israel, like who want to stay in Tel Aviv, are happy. Yeah, they have Israeli friends too. Like there's people who like live right. in a nuanced way. It is, it's, and I know that like I have Palestinian friends who got really frustrated when jewish people say things like oh it's just really complicated because i think that that can be a cop-out like be like oh it's just too complicated and then that's the end of the discussion mm-hmm. and i hear that but i think for me it's like yeah i think it's important to acknowledge how complicated it is and then use that to then like actually fucking talk about it like we should be having these conversations and maybe we look for a cop-out because it is so hard as a it's, jewish yeah. person to talk about it yeah without either right a, the christian right uh taking right. over the right. conversation 100%. without someone like tying your Jewish identity to right. a government. Like right. it's there. Right. It often feels like there's it's no one. So it's easy it's to say it's complicated because yeah. that's not untrue. Right. And depending on what group you're around, right. you're opening yourself up to like verbal abuse yeah. or things being taken. Like you, you're yeah, I mean, very rarely given the opportunity as a Jewish person yeah. to speak on this issue 100%. unless you're in an echo chamber. And it's like, there's an expectation that you'll have an answer and it's it's just so impossible it is impossible because Mm -hmm. it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna have the perfect thing to say and also like 
being an american jew is so different than being an israeli jew and like the hard thing too for me is like understanding the different the different jews that are in israel where it's like there is a difference between jews who have lived in israel since israel's founding or even before israel's founding who a lot of them came as refugees post holocaust like and had literally like the u.s didn't want to take them wouldn't take them wouldn't take them european countries wouldn't take them like all of these refugees nowhere to go and it's like and they just shipped them off to these refugee camps in at the time palestine and it's Mm -hmm. like they didn't know what so it's like it is a mess created by colonialism it is a mess created by genocide and by imperialism in general and like it just is for me the hardest part about it is like how is watching the israeli government use the tactics that were used against us yeah. Especially when we think about like pogroms and stuff like that. When we think about like and the that government 100% literally I'm with does you. pogroms. I know. And I and I like yeah, we've definitely talked about this before, but it's like they hundred percent do pogroms against Palestinian people and it's like this literally happened to our family, to our people. Like this is the reason our culture has almost died out mm-hmm. is because of like the same systemic violence and then you're just gonna go ahead and do that because now you're in power and like that's for me when I'm like, ugh, we just shouldn't have nation states because anytime you're trying to protect borders, like, it, sh- it just gets bad. Yeah. And, like, going back to what you said about, like, imperialism right. and colonialism, before the state of Israel mm-hmm. was founded, it was owned at yep. that point by the British. Right. And they had made a fucking mess of... Such a mess. ...what they were doing there. Obviously, a Western white country right. who's in the Middle right. East. Obviously, we know about the British Empire and how much they fucked up every lots of parts of Africa, <laughs> India. Yeah. It's yeah. and so this is just China. like another China, another example of and then a a Western power mm-hmm. at that time, like a hegemony or whatever, like just being like, here's the easiest thing for right. us. Here, this this land isn't valuable to us right. anymore like from a resources right. standpoint it's tiny the whole right. state of israel is like the size of new jersey yeah which people I love don't that realize that's the comparison that's so fucking jewish i know that it's like did you make an israel cookie in hebrew school ever or yeah something like that yeah. that's so funny yeah. like, so it's like in hebrew school you had to make like a like cookie in the shape of israel and it was like it's the size of new jersey but yeah it's like I'm sure it's the size of other things too, but that's like the it's, it's the, the size most of New Jersey Jewish fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so they were just like here, and it literally yeah. was like at that point, um, unindustrialized, right. undeveloped. And they promised the land. land to both sides because they wanted to use their people as like for the military, and right. it's fucked. And also, like. With these conflicts that go on for so long, you have to always ask yourself, like, qui bono? Like, who benefits from yeah. this not being solved? Right. And I think what, there are many power, there are many people in power who benefit from Israel and Palestine the being the shit yeah. show that it is. A hundred percent. And I think it's also hard, too, because, like, the U.S. has invested so much in the state of Israel but in a way that solely benefits the U.S., where it's like they've invested money in military, they've mm-hmm. invested money it, because they know that that is the only like ally in that region. Mm-hmm. But like the, of course, the U.S. wants to keep the Middle East as destabilized as possible because that's how they benefit the most in terms of oil. Like it's mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah. Simple. So, 
that it's like as corrupt as destabilized as possible yeah yeah because if if israel became true allies with people in that with other countries in that region and was able to like stand on their own feet and didn't need the u.s it would be scary it would for be the US. bad for the u.s yeah so yeah and then you were also talking about like the differences between the jews have been there for like decades right. and decades and versus then, like, like random like orthodox people who, who, can, who and have a ton of children and then are like and like made it hyper religious and like yeah. also this is it, it this is funny because it is complicated because like when you talk about orthodox like also yeah. not all orthodox no, people so are the same many there's like, so many different sects of orthodox jews um, and like there are orthodox sects who do not like israel who are like and explicitly anti-zionist who do not view it as the homeland like do mm-hmm. not recognize the that's of the smallest faction i would yeah. say but, they, but it exi- exists I, I think it's more just like there's so there's much a diversity multiplicity yeah here. within yeah yeah um the other thing is that like okay here are two points i'm going to make mm-hmm. one about the two-state solution it has been offered multiple times yeah. that's just fact and it is the leadership at the those times of the palestinian side who have said no Mm-hmm. to the offers now i'm not a political fucking scientist i don't know <laughs> how great or how shitty those offers are i do just know that when the offers have been put on the table before to give significant parts of the land yeah. and have it be a pa- palestine israel have gone unchecked one of the big or have gone untaken and one of the big issues is that both sides claim jerusalem, jerusalem also important i feel to to say that the um mosque was purposely built on top of Mm -hmm. the destroyed jewish temple yeah i'm not going to editorialize that in the sense of like what i think that means but that is just right what happened yeah i mean this is where my like religion major brain comes in because it's like it's so hard like land and holiness is like because desecration of holy land is like is so real and is the ultimate offensive Mm -hmm. thing and like land the sacrality of land or Mm -hmm. whatever like is cannot be understated in this idea that you can like somehow like cut up jerusalem and you get half and you get half. it's like Mm -hmm. no the the problem is is that christians muslims and jews all want all of it Mm -hmm. they do they just do and they all have equal arguments or reasons or whatever you can't start doing that and it's like that the problem with nation states is that you cannot have that like that doesn't work because even in a secular state like if you were to make the state secular then suddenly the land becomes less sacred but yeah i just it's it's nobody wins and this idea that you could somehow like cut up jerusalem is just unrealistic also, going back to how imperialism sucks, if yeah. you look back, even before the United mm. Kingdom, it was the Ottoman Empire, Empire yeah. the Byzantines, the Romans. Yeah. It's been this space that's been tossed right. about around by Western right. or empirical powers right. where they use it as a political power tool. Right. And with each iteration of that, yeah. it gets worse and worse and worse. And human life and... Uh, tradition and right. religious uh, difference, they all start getting right. so muddled um, and like loss of life and all of that stuff happens yeah. in each of those. So this has yeah. been a problem that's been going on Yeah, for a I mean, it time. is, 
the ultimate geopolitical nightmare because mm-hmm. it is a resource-rich land, mm-hmm. oil, mm-hmm. water, mm-hmm. or like access to like the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, and religion, religion, which you can't unsay. You can't like yeah. be like your Torah actually right. is and, uh, moot. And so the, it just it's a it's a mess. And like the reality too is like there's nothing. There's nothing that anyone can... And it's, like, defeatist, but it's, like... And I just... That's what I have to go back to. It's, like, there's nothing... You're not gonna win. Like, nobody wins. From an incremental standpoint, like, the only path forward I see is getting the country of Israel into a place where, like, the vast, vast majority of it is secular... Is, like, moderately left secular. Right. And those people are in power, and then they start bringing new solutions to the table because whatever's on the table yeah, now is not going enough. to fucking Well, there's work. nothing on the table right now. And I think the hard thing, too, is, like, yeah, you have to get you have to get an Israeli government that isn't... Extreme. Ex- you ha- like, or, yeah, I mean, you cannot have an... Is- because now they're turning against their own fucking people. Yeah. Like, these co- like Netanyahu, to stay in power, has built the most insane coalition. Yes, he sold the now, fuck out. Yeah, and it's, like, now... I mean, not that Netanyahu was ever, like, this... No. anything amazing but it's like he's he used to be more so, moderate he's than become this. so much worse and it's mm-hmm. like now you've gotten to a point where like and this is like when i get really frustrated with like it's really pink washing because like lgbtq issues have never actually been that great in israel it's like there have been like there's never been state protected rights mm-hmm. um which that gets into a whole other thing because i'm right as a concept is Mm-hmm. a whole like i have a Your manifesto thoughts. on that one mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i think that like there was never like lgbtq protected rights mm-hmm. but there were places like tel aviv where like you could live as like an out queer person much more safely than in other parts of the region one of the biggest prides in the world is tel aviv's pride but now like but like oftentimes LGBTQ issues were used as, like, C-word... It was, like, pinkwashing, where it's, like, C-word pro-LGBTQ, so we're, like, we can't be bad. But I don't think it's not... I don't think it's unfair to say that out of all of the places in the Middle East, it is, relatively speaking, easiest to be gay there. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's really, really hard. I think that's probably true. You... Yeah. But I I also think... So this is, like, a, a big thing we talked about in college was, like, (laughs) <laughs> my gender sexual women's degree that I never get to use. Um, mm-hmm. it's like you don't. There, there were a lot of like different ways to be homosexual in other cultures, that weren't. So like, there's a lot of like research done at Iraq, like before and after U.S. invasion, and how like there were people who had like homosexual like behavior. I hate kind of tendencies. Tendencies like, but like whenever identify like identifying as gay was not a thing is a western construct right so it's this idea that like but sexuality okay. just exists differently outside in different of places. but outside of the construct like let's just call let's just call let's let's isolate one thing right a man having sex with a man sodomy yeah, yeah. punishable by death right. of course at face value right. in a lot of these countries right. not in israel right that's the difference i'm talking about of course without yeah. Just to be able to like say it in m- clearer terms right. because it does get. I I hear Murky, what you're yeah. saying, and I and that makes a lot of sense to me. But like we can't. Right. If you if you if you hold true to all of those, right. you just like can't even. But have a conversation but now about it. in Israel, like, 
because of this. They're regressing. Right. They're regressing. And, like, now it's not necessarily safe to be an LGBTQ person. There have been, like, a lot of threats to even, like, the Pride festivals and stuff like that or Pride parades in Tel Aviv. And, like, Mm -hmm. so even in places that you, like, were the safe, maybe the safest places, like, are now no longer, that's no longer true. Yeah. And that's that's a result of extremism, which is, like, which is the biggest issue I have with Israel at the moment is just this unbridled extremist government that is reducing checks and balances. They're going fucking And then they're trying to be, like, like, if anything, like, there were, like, really interesting models of government originally in Israel with, like, the kibbutz system and, like, we were, like, Mm -hmm. moving away from capitalism Mm -hmm. or, like, there were, like, opportunities to explore kind of, like, socialist structures, which I think is, like, very interesting and cool. Mm Mm-hmm. But then suddenly you have like Western. It's it's just like it's like this crazy. It's like they want to be even more capitalist than the U.S. in some ways, and mm-hmm. like they want. I don't know. This government is fucking insane. Yeah. The other thing that I feel like I've brought up to some people before, just mm-hmm. as a way to think about <laughs> think, Judaism, Jews, and their relationship <laughs> to the land of Israel, yeah. even if right. they aren't. If they're like us and they right. they don't have any actual family there. I do have family in Israel. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess you want them all dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, but like, okay. When we talk about one, Judaism is an ethno-religion. Yeah. We have in our DNA things that prove we are Jewish mm-hmm. that other religions don't have Arab and Muslim is similar right yeah. like you have Arab blood you have Jewish blood when you have yeah. 23 and me it, yeah. it, 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 100%. it and singles I think that out there's there is a yeah. link to our religion that is yeah. also an ethnic group so when we talk about in indi- people indigenous people right right that means like it is a group that can be traced back as far as like right. keeping track of biological humanity mm-hmm. as it exists now to a certain place. We have an example of like that, not and it's not a one-to-one comparison, and I don't want to make that mm-hmm. mistake, but we have an example of an indigenous people that was displaced here, mm-hmm. Native American people, indigenous people here. And it's easy, especially for the left, to understand that maybe they have some sort of tie to the land Mm -hmm. that in some way we should try to honor or at least acknowledge the wrongs of. Something similar, maybe more ancient as far as like what exists with the Mm -hmm. Jewish people and this land as well. It, it, is, it is an indigenous homeland. That doesn't mean that it's not also an indigenous homeland to other people, like Arab people, Palestinian people. But it does mean, but that doesn't take away from the Jewish history yeah. there. So I always find it really interesting that, like, we can't at least extend the same consideration that there is this ancient tie of this body of people mm-hmm. to this land that mean is meaningful. It's meaningful when we do it to brown people in America. Right. For certain. Yeah. Groups. I think that this just for me, it goes back to the nation state issue. Mm-hmm. Because. And this is like the now we get into like ingenuity and like indigenous studies and stuff like that. But it's like, I think so much. 
in some ways, like, self-determination is the best model, right? Where it's, like, each group of people gets to determine what style of government, what type of land, what type of, like, state they want. Which, for the record, is what I know Zionism to mean, is Jewish self-determination. Determinism. Right. I know a lot of people don't agree right. with that now. Um, and to be fair, like, Zionism as a concept, like, predated the modern state of Israel. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even necessarily i mean israel did become the focus of it but like wasn't even necessarily attached to israel there was like other ideas of where jewish states could be like a lot of you know random random or madagascar random parts of russia was like one like okay you can live in siberia it wasn't siberia but that was the kind of the the idea um right but like self-determination there's a lot of power in that and like i but i i think the problem is that if your goal is to create and defend your borders like you're always like land doesn't work like that you know what i mean so it's like Mm -hmm. and that's like the hard thing it's like you can't like to be a state to become a state means automatically oppression like it just does because it's like you have to like you're you're just you're determining who is included in the state and who is not but my question is at that level though then how do you account for the if we open the borders, it would be mass Jewish death. That's what that or yeah. that I, we can't predict the future, but that's what I believe would happen. And probably do we then just say, well, and I just think like I think that that's the hardest question for Jews in America or Jews in the world. Period is it's like, and this is like, you know, Karl Marx's whole fucking thing, which I find to be very anti-Semitic. Like he wrote this thing called the Jewish question, mm-hmm. which was his argument was like Jewish, Jewish insistence upon maintaining their culture, like harms the greater good of society. That's mm-hmm. a paraphrase and not really what he's yeah. saying, but like that is kind of, oh, sorry. Sorry, Mike. That is kind of the takeaway in some ways where he's like, your unwillingness to assimilate means that there is stratification in society or at least differentiation. Yeah. Is the word. Like you're deferring yourself. And so, you're creating these weird like everyone has to be the same everyone has to be the same in order for equality um and and i think that's a hard thing for jews it's like because we've been a diasporic people Mm -hmm. like how do you then find any safety or security when like you're always going to be the minority in every context Mm -hmm. you enter like unless and and i think that's why unless you go to unless you create a concentration of jews Mm -hmm. concentration Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, you're always going to be the minority and that's like you're never like you know Jews in America have like being Jewish in America in the in the grand scheme of things is like pretty good. Like mm-hmm. you know like we have a lot of privilege, we have a lot of protection in this country and we've created communities that Yeah. Help New York us is the strongest Jewish like it's stronger than Israel. Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways. Um so yeah, I think that there are but, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. The, don't what we know. can, what Sam and I can agree that was on. My really bad Israeli accent. I don't know how to do an Israeli accent. It's like almost. It's like if it's like France meets the Middle East is how I do it. But I okay, try it. Like, um, give me something to say. Um, I just think of like my scary Hebrew school teachers. They say "im" like "in" instead of "um." Yeah. In in Israel, you have to. <laughs> you have to. You have to have shekels. 
in the the <laughs> the, the Arab the Arab and the Jewish problem. We just want to be friends when it comes down to it. Uh, yeah, th- that's actually really smart to the because fr- it really does sound French. It does. There are sound super French to me. Yeah. Um, is the Arabs are my friends? I have Arab friends. Falafel. 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 Oh, this it's très I'm not going to eat it. It's très. Um, but yeah. But what we can agree on is that right now, as things mm-hmm. stand, it really does seem like yeah, it's either Jewish execution or Palestinian subjugation, which includes execution. execution. Um, so defending borders. It's a, we it's don't have the solution on two Jews, one gay. Wouldn't that be something? Okay, can I just say, if we were the negotiators of the peace deal, both of us, we would get it done. We would figure it out. We would figure it out. Cheers. To get hot. And we sip from our seltzer water. And in his name, we say amen. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I feel like that was pretty. Yeah, I think we did it. I think think we we did it. I think you guys all know where each of us stand. (laughs) I think. It's a lot. I think it's nuanced. Yeah. I think much love to the. I think at the end of the day, Palestinians and Jews yeah. are cousins in a yeah. lot of ways. Like ethnically, like they're right. like very closely related. Right. A lot of the tradition and the things that make up a culture right. are very similar. Right. And that we've gotten to a place where people don't want yeah. to remember that. It's and we should. Um. Yeah. Nothing but love to any Palestinian listeners have a strong feeling <laughs> this isn't their, their oh you know like media. the maps sort of like you can watch like what if all of our listeners are in palestine yeah what if we only have palestinian fans and we're about to lose all of them that'd be crazy that'd be insane like we were really big and we just didn't even know it um and i'm sure we left out a lot of things oh so many things and i'm I sure mean, we got a lot of things maybe incorrect oh a hundred percent but we're trying we're to have a nuanced conversation amongst friends yeah we're um, listening and learning by talking. I learned very quickly to meeting Sam that she's very Jewish and had big opinions about Israel. Um, <laughs> Which I will say, like, until... These, this was not my opinion on Israel until I was, like, 20. I had a very... I, it evolved. It evolved over time. Like, when I was... Like, and it's just so Through easy. middle school, I would say, like, Zion... I mean, I, I don't know that I would identify as a Zionist. I never felt connected to Israel. I've never been there. See, I, I don't, always I've, have. And I've never felt... Like, they tried to make me, force me to feel connected in Hebrew school. And they'd be like, do you like Israel? What is your connection to Israel? And I'd be like, I don't... I literally don't have one. Like, it always annoyed it's me. It's crazy, saying, seeing as you have family there. Yeah, but they're, like, cousin, like, third... Who all... Am, like, they all made Aliyah. None of them were, like born in israel except that they're like kids yeah they're all american i do it's important also like we discussed this on a very macro level mm-hmm. as soon as you get micro and make it about yeah. human families oh, like God, all yeah. of these things that we're talking about yeah. like for the real people of course like, jewish or palestinian no matter what people are being displaced people are being displaced yeah. like it's horrible all people know as home and like their life is being fucked yeah. with and that's 100%. like a huge tragedy that we cannot yeah. even feign understanding 100%. or being able to be fully empathetic about. In our podcast studio. In our <laughs> podcast studio. Do we play Neither our- of us are even dating Jewish guys. No. No. <laughs> okay. Should we play our silly game to make light of the yeah, situation? Yeah, so now everyone breathe. 
unclench the butthole. Our next okay. game. Who is the bigger Zionist? Who's the bigger Zionist? One I wonder who will win. We can just like keep count on our fingies. Yes. Like okay. n- never have I ever. Okay. Oh yeah, we could literally do it like never have I ever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gone on birthright. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Shout out Rabbi Yoshua, who was our rabbi on it. He taught me a lot about Kabbalah and a lot of beautiful parts of Judaism. Shout out Moshe, who was our tour guide. Really fun time. Loved it. Incredible. Participated in an at all related to Israel reenactment in Hebrew school. Many. We did a lot. We did the Golda Meir, like, I swear to God. We did, you know what's crazy? This is in Israel, but like, you know when the plane got like, I like don't even remember. But like the hijack, e- yeah, yes. the hijacking, yeah, in Egypt was yes. it Egypt? We had to reenact that. Age like ten, that's insane. We only did biblical reenactments. Well, that sounds healthy. My mom had to do a Holocaust reenactment <gasps> in Hebrew school. Isn't that crazy? Jews Never love forget. a play. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah, Jews just love theater. Jews just the love theater, theater of it all. Um, you no, know, we did like I. We also did do like Grav Maga. Like like an IDF soldier would come with us. Well, in, that's oh, another. Sorry. But they would do like IDF like trainings with us. Isn't that crazy? When we were like ten. The Mossad. It's crazy. The next one, uh, your favorite restaurant is Israeli. Oh. Yeah. I shout out. What There's is there a restaurant from? called Mazel in LA that's bomb. It's, so, it's vegetarian. Lots a lot of is vegan. And it's really good. LA. It's really impeccable. It's Can really we go good. next time we're in LA? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know what my favorite restaurant is, but it for sure is an Israeli. <laughs> Currently has Israel bonds. <laughs> I do. You do have Israel I didn't bonds. get them for myself. I feel like that's but my grandparents no. for years would give me Israel bonds, including for my mom. I think they lost money. I think most of them just like lost. I don't think that's how a bond works, but I definitely like am not seeing returns. Yeah. On yeah, any I'm sure. of this. It's yeah. okay. It's I'm fine. sure they they probably have like matured bonds mature after a certain amount of time yeah but i haven't seen a 50 i have not bond. seen a dollar from okay. from any of my israel bonds um has taken a krav maga class i have yeah i have not wow so far I'm winning. so far you are winning <laughs> your idealized system of government is a kibbutz yeah i mean that's a hundred commune uh, yeah a beautiful it's beautiful commune what could go wrong nothing until not you one. Until you start doing other things. Certainly but. not incest or molestation. <laughs> it just seems like no. I, but I think I would hate it. I think I actually would hate living on a commune. But I, I no, realize I the fuck out of. Well, okay. As long as there was a swimming pool. Asterisk. 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 And my and my communist commune, there has to be a swimming pool, and then we're chilling. Finds the aggression of Israeli men charming. My mother's calling me. Oop. My I'm a bad Jew. I'm too. a bad Jew. <laughs> I just said no to me. Do you find it charming? Um, aggression is really no. male. Re- no. I think it is. I find I it really, palatable. I really don't like Israeli men. Yeah, I was just gonna say people in general. It's I it's like not them. personal. I, I sh- I'm working on it because I'm sure some of them are fine, but in general, I haven't. I've never had an Israeli friend. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my mom! That, I just got everything is fine, but call me as soon as you can. That we've trained her. Thank God. We've trained her because she used to do a thing where she would be like, "Call me right ASAP. now," and we thought that someone died. My ex's dad did that do, to do, me, do. and even after I told him to stop, stop. doing that, he yeah. wouldn't because he knew it was the only way to yeah. get me on the just, phone. It's a hostel. Um, the next one thinks Israeli women are the epitome of beauty. They're gorgeous. You don't think they're the epitome of beauty? They're yeah. 
the most beautiful. They're so pretty. <laughs> the, they're, they're so, so beautiful. Pretty, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. just for such yeah. a small country, they, they're, pers- they're turning out look baddies. The baddie per capita of Israel <laughs> is unmatched. And no and one can argue with that. And they all know how to use a gun. They all know how to defend themselves. And they all are, like, in but great shape. But they're terrifying. Shape. They're terrifying people. I like being scared. I am. Scare me, mommy. <laughs> Says. Do you want that one? Um... Has a friend with an Israeli name. Oh. Shout out Yaniv. I probably do, but I don't, no one's coming to you mind You can't think of it. No one's coming to mind immediately. Shout out the Gershoms. Now I feel bad because I feel like one of my friends who kind of has an Israeli name is going to watch this and be like, what the fuck? But I'm honestly like, I'm like, uh, most of my Jewish friends don't really have Israeli I'm making names. a comeback just so you know. What's the next one? Says next year in Jerusalem at Passover. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean... I mean, what? if you were real, you'd I think I probably sometimes say stuff like, <laughs> like, I'll, like, kind of be like, next year in Jerusalem. Oh, yeah, I've captioned Am Yisrael Chai before. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, gave a speech mm-hmm. to her entire synagogue congregation on Shabbat about how birthright changed their life. I've never done that. Oh I have God. it on YouTube. Hi. We're t- We're both the same amount of Zionists. That's the real lesson here. It's beautiful. That's the re- We're actually... Like I said about Jews and Palestinians, we are more similar than we are different. Mm. Beautiful. And Gorgeous. that's that's beautiful. Gorgeous. That should be celebrated. Is it time to sing? Hatikva. In an effort. I have to get the lyrics. Same. In an effort to end on a beautiful no. note, mm-hmm. we will be singing The Hope. Israel's national anthem. What? Where are we starting? Sophia, oh lo avda tikvatenu, ha tikva pashnot apayim, liotam hoshiv be'artzenu, eretzion verushalayim, li. She really went for that. She really, she loves, she loves Israel. She loves it. Ame, ame, ame Israel. Hi, ame. You know you're singing Live On Israel. Ame Israel. Yeah, but the people of Israel. Oh, hi, hi. You know the one that's like Arctic menta chocolate banana. Woo! Arctic menta chocolate melon. Arctic chocolate banana. Whoa! Chocolate, chocolate melon. It's beautiful. Um, so now, shall we go um with Mein Kampf of the week? Oui. 
Mine comp of the week. What's thine comp of the oh, week? Oh, do I have comps? You have comps? I didn't really think about this. I have. I have. Well, Chris, you, what's your you problem? So. The benefactor. His comp of the week is that we're still recording. Yeah. And we should be pausing. Is that the comp? We can pause, yeah. Pause before the comp. Mine comp of the week. I have comps. Okay. Okay. So, mine are all customer service related. Okay. I came prepared with a list of things I'm mad about. Okay. So, the first thing, my bed broke. A long time ago. A while. In June. I'm pretty sure. It was mm-hmm. in June. June or July. I can't honestly remember. Time. From sex? No. Mm-hmm. Literally no. Okay. Literally sleeping. Okay. Um, Have I had sex in my bed? Yes. Did it break while I was having sex? No. Got it. I don't think so. Got no. It. I like the, the time it like full, it like would break a little bit, but the time that it broke broke mm-hmm. was not from sex. Mm-hmm. Let the record show. Let the record show. Also, if a bed breaks from sex, it's still the bed's fault. Like, a bed should sustain. Yeah, I agree. Should su- yeah, how are he- how's humanity supposed to persist? So, anyway, literally. Yeah. So, the bed broke. And it was still in warranty. And I've been literally, for like six weeks, been dealing with this company. And I, like, call them, email them, all this shit. Last week, like, and I've, I have not yelled at anyone. And I think that's really important. Because I've wanted to. Because mm-hmm. it's like I've been sleeping on the floor. Which, like, whatever. Have I, you actually? Yeah. On my, I put my mattress on the floor. My bed frame is taking up 90% of my room. Like, up like this. Oh, my God. And I've been sleeping on the floor. Samantha for, like, six squalor. weeks. It's, like, honestly been really, like, I sound, this sounds really bratty as I say it a lot. But it's, like, really impacted. Yeah. My, like, I feel insane. Yeah. I, like, haven't been sleeping as well. It's really hard it's to feel normal when yeah, you can't, like, like, nest properly. My room is disgusting, and it's, you know, whatever. And so I'm, like, hoping ugh, it's supposed, it's shipped. Okay. But I've been calling them every day because they'll, like, keep, like, making progress on it, and then I won't hear from them for, like, two weeks. Mm. And so now I'm, like, I'm calling them every day until this bed is literally in my hands. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, fight for them to even, like, send me a new bed. That sucks. I'm so, really sorry. And I know how important. That's food sleep and temperature thank you so much for saying food because my second comp of the week yes i'm doing two their customer service related this this one one? is disgusting so we had a brunch (gasps) do you know this one already yeah you told me but oh my god we had brunch on saturday a lovely brunch a beautiful little brunch with some comics and i was hungover sarah was too hungover to go and I ordered an avocado toast. And, okay, I think it's really important to contextualize that, like, I have emetophobia, which is fear of vomiting. And so it's not – my emetophobia is nowhere near as bad as it used to be. But, like, I am really – food safety is, like, really big for me because, like, I'm terrified of getting food poisoning. It's, like, I – a lot of anxiety. I know this sounds insane. And no, I, I, I just, like – <laughs> Safety is really important. It's to me. really important to me, and it makes me very nervous and whatever. And so I was at. So like, I will throw things away before they, like, go bad officially. No, like I'll throw things away the second I think it's bad. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, I tend to be the same. Like I'm pretty aggressive about it, mm-hmm. and like, so I just try. I'm like really good about like not buying that much, but I do probably waste more. Like it's bad. Like I waste more food than I should, mm-hmm. and I need to stop doing that. But anyway, I was at brunch. I ordered an avocado toast and I ate like probably 80% of it. And then I, but I know I didn't eat any mold. This is important okay. for me okay. and my mental health. But I saw, I was like, cause I was cutting it cause I had egg or whatever. And I saw that there was mold on the bread at a restaurant. That's so gross. And then I had to, Fungus. it was literally disgusting. I was like, how does this even fucking happen? But they, but what, 
So then I was like, hi to the waiter. I was like, hi, there's like mold on this. And it's like. Really, Were they embarrassed? Yeah. Because like, like they started like hovering the table. Because I'm like, obviously, like I could so easily go on Yelp. They could tell I was a podcaster. I could go on my podcast and flame mm-hmm. them. I'm not even going to say the restaurant's name because I respect workers. Yeah. They were doing their best. Um, But anyways, it, they were so weird about it. And then they were like, oh, do you want more? F- like, we can bring you something else. And you're like, no. And I was like, I don't want any other food from this establishment. Thank yeah. you. Um, They're like, do you want a drink? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't. But I got a cookie for the table. You got a cookie, yeah. She got a big got dessert. A, but I couldn't even eat it. I had no. ice cream on it and, like, definitely had milk in it. Like, it wasn't no, for me. I saw that Jacob it got a good amount of it. Well, Jacob had his own cookie, too. Oh. Jacob double dipped, probably. I don't know. Um, And then this the waiter came back and said, like, I feel so bad. Like, next time you're at the restaurant, like, I'll, I'll come find me. I'll buy you a beer. And I was like, you think I'm ever going to come back? Yeah. Like, crazy. Anyway, so this my... random suburb restaurant? The comp of the week was that I was <sighs> molded. You're molded. I was molded. Customer service. Um. Oh, lol. You survived. You're a survivor, oh, not a victim. Okay, can I just say, this is so fucking funny. Your mom. So my mom had texted me, everything is fine, but call me as soon as you can. Because she called me, I didn't pick up. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. And then she texted me six minutes after that, mm-hmm. because I hadn't responded mm-hmm. as soon as I could, clearly. Mm-hmm. I think you have the skirt I bought from Anthropology. Shut up. Because we did go shopping together, which is cute. That is cute. Did you and then have her skirt? Two minutes later, found it. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Anyway, sorry. I had um, to share. Mine comp of the week is my back hurts. Like it feels like my lower back's pressed into my pelvis. Um, sorry, I was trying to make a sex joke. It didn't work. Oh, I see. I was like, nice. Oh, like about sex. No, we we haven't been having too yeah. much sex right now because we have a visitor <laughs> with us. The looks unhappy. Are you mad? No. Yeah, the benefactor has a whole ass hernia that you can see protruding from his uh, mom's pubis area. <laughs> And he has to hold it when he coughs. It's hot, 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 hot. Um, so that's also part of it. Um, nice. Also, just like I'm. <laughs> here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I want the person who's staying with us is a family member of Chris's, and I just I want I want them to like me more. <laughs> that's what I'll say about it. Mm-hmm. I want them to like me more. I'm not used to parents not fawning over me. I like how like, we, we now know who it is. Well, kind of. Well, yeah, it's fine. All families look different. Avid viewer of the pod. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but we're, you, yeah, but we're, we're surviving. Mm-hmm. We're fine. There's a yeah. lot to look forward to. Yeah. Season two Season is two. underway. My sister, I'm, we're going to Mexico for yeah. eight days. And maybe I'll come. And maybe Sam will be there. Probably not. But um, sh- like, I feel like we've been, going up a lot as far as comedy goes and you know yeah i will eventually get skinnier (laughs) we are gonna uh, we're doing an episode on On body or whatever body issue the body body episode the body body app but um i think we did it do you have anything else you'd like to share that was it i have Um, to pee same i have to pee so bad i have to pee so bad all right thank you guys for 
coming back and watching our uh, first episode of season two of Two yeah. Jews, One Gay. I've been Sarah R.W. I've been Samantha Schwimmer. Come back in two weeks. We are a bi-weekly podcast because... We are bisexual. See you soon. Bye. On Israel.